Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. And if you're here, you probably love romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today's episode is... The Rom-Com Rewind Year End Review. I was waiting for Sarah to jump in there with me, and I, she did not. Yeah, I didn't know what you were going to call it. That's so. the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to tell me. So if you're listening on uh, Spotify, make sure you follow us so you're updated on new episodes, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe as well. Leave a review. In fact, an Apple Podcast review is why we are doing this episode right now. It's the holidays. You might be off at work, or the world's a little bit different right now. And somebody on Apple Podcast Reviews said, hey, you should do like a, a recap of all the movies you did. So on our Instagram account, at Romcom Rewind, make sure you follow us there. We're going to put up a little, kind of the, the notable ratings we gave all of our episodes so far in terms of the movies. But as well, I, I think we'll just go through some of the big ones make any alterations if we want to make some alterations maybe bring back some key conversations that kind of had a, a life of their own on our instagram account and also chat about a few things that that we missed and somebody called us out on instagram and said hey you missed that and that's totally fine we, we enjoy that so love wedding repeat is the first one we have on our year-end review i think that was episode four or five you gave that a six and i gave that a five how do we feel about that so I'd actually like to um, up that. Cause, oh, you liked cause it, it more. I did. Yeah. After we've done so many now, um, it was sneaky good. I agree. It's awkward because uh, the director of that movie mm-hmm. actually gave that episode a listen. And yes, when we did. realized that he listened to it, we were I like, know. oh my God, we were kind of mean about we, his movie. Well, I don't think we were mean, <laughs> but we, we did go back and listen to it and we were like, oh, okay. We did. We were. We did have some critiques on it. But I mean, if a movie has some some sucky moments, I think it's disingenuous if we don't bring it up. Overall, I agree. It was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a little bit awkward. And he's like, yeah, guys, give it a listen. We're like, oh, oh no, 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 no. Don't, don't listen to that, actually. <laughs> no, I don't think that we were that bad. So I originally had it as a six. Um, I'd like to bump it up to 7.1. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to leave my rating as a five. Okay, that's okay. That's what we mean. Made in Manhattan. You gave it an eight. I gave it an eight point five. Yeah, I'm happy with that. It's um, it's more of a rom than a com. Yeah. Um, and I think it fits. I think it fits with an within the realm of the eights. I I think. Good acting. Good storyline. The next one has been a point of contention. Crazy stupid love. <laughs> my all time. Th- this is on my Mount Rushmore of favorite romantic comedies. I gave it a 10. Yes. And it's funny because as we go through the episodes, I kept on misremembering what I gave it. So I would like oh, want yeah. to rate a movie like a 9.6, but I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. I, I rated Crazy Stupid Love a 9.6. I couldn't possibly do it for this movie. No, it turns out I gave it a 10. Yeah, I think so- I think throughout a few episodes, you were like, yeah, I rated it like a 9.5. Oh, yeah, I rated it a 9.7. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, isn't this your favorite rom-com? Like, why would you have not rated it a 10? Yeah, so I did rate it a 10. You gave it a 9.5 as well. One of the conversations that kind of had a life of its own. What? The David Lindhagen. Oh, my God. Being more attractive than Cal Weaver. No way. Excuse me, Emily. Left her sweater in my car the other night. Oh, who are you? I'm David Lindhagen. David Lindhagen. David Lindhagen. Okay. Is this a bad time? Yeah. Oh! Jacob! 
You know how much pain and suffering you cause my friend? You dumb son. Stay the hell away from my daughter! You stay away from my daughter! I don't even know you! Kevin Bacon is more attractive. Absolutely not. Like, than Steve that Carell. Is, yeah, Steve Carell is way more attractive than Kevin Bacon. I am sorry, Kevin Bacon, but like that is like absolutely not. I will die on that hill. Like, like I will <laughs> die on that hill. Cal Weaver is so much better looking. The reason we bring this up is because like three months after that episode came out, somebody once again was like, oh, and by the way, Devin's right. David Lynn Hoggins way more attractive. And I'm like, thank you. No way. Like there is no doubt in my mind that Steve Carell is a hundred times better looking than Kevin Bacon. I just think you're living in a false sense of reality. Well, we'll have to put up another uh, Instagram poll just mm-hmm. just to get a final word on yeah, this. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think in advance of the poll, I will win. So, Maid of Honor, I gave uh, a 6. You gave a 7.6, which I think that was a high rating, Sarah. Yeah. I still, like, I still it's think it's It's because it was really, in Ireland, be well, honest. It was in Ireland. It has some history. Like, I liked that. Um, I, I mean, it, it's a good movie. I think it's cute. I, I'm not going to change it. That awkward moment, I gave it an 8.3, you gave it a 7.7. Yeah, I stand by that 7.7 for that movie. That movie was good. I think it was a cool take on a rom-com. It's a little bit different, a little bit more modern. Yeah, um, the comedic moments were really funny, like when he shows up to that um, costume party with <laughs> rocking out with his <laughs> cock out. That was so funny. This one's going to be another point of contention, how to lose a guy in 10 days. This is This is where Devin unravels on the podcast because... As I said, I kind of forgot what I was rating things. I also gave this one a 10. Okay, so what's funny is I have not given a movie a 10 yet. No, and I'm going to rescind my 10. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, amazing movie. I think there needs to be a hierarchy of Crazy Stupid Love, definitive number one. This one, I'm going to slide into a 9.7. Okay, so I actually want to change this to a 10. What? Yeah, because I think it is my favorite rom-com wow i know there's just lots of elements that are just spot on i mean i'm i'm not gonna argue with you because i mistakenly gave it a 10 before (laughs) yeah you did and i still gave it a 9.5 this one this one's kept me up at night there's been some sleepless nights about this uh this rating you've actually mentioned it to me a few times once you found out that you had given it a 10 you're like i can't believe i gave it a 10 like i mean it's a good movie but it's not a 10 it's not crazy stupid love oh no i had moved on to you've got mail Oh. I gave it a 9. You gave it a 9.5. I feel like it needs a little bit more, but I don't want to change uh, all my scores, you know? Yeah, no, I'm not changing it. Okay, all right. Life as we know it. I gave it a 7. You gave it a 7.5. I'm good with the 7.5. Yeah, I think it's an all-around good movie. It's a feel-good movie. It's um, it's funny. It It has all the pieces. It's just, you know, not a 10. I don't know. I still stand by my 7.5. Next one was Bridesmaids. It's a gem of a movie. It's a gem, but here, okay, so here is another point of contention. It's a conversation that's been happening behind the scenes with the rom-com rewind. What constitutes Mm. a rom-com? Good question. Because Bridesmaids, we snuck in there, and I thought, not a rom-com. And Sarah convinced me. She said, yes, no, it is. It is. There's a a romantic aspect to it, (laughs) 100%, but all in all, it is just a really, really damn good movie. What uh somebody mentioned another movie. I love you, man. I love you, man. Somebody said, Are you guys gonna do that? And I, I once again said, Well, it's not really a rom com. And Sarah, of course, it. was somewhere around. Yes. She's like, Yes, it is. Yeah, we are definitely doing it. And it is a rom com. There's some aspect of a rom okay. in it. It's like ten percent rom, ninety percent com. It's still there. Okay. All right. 
So that is on the list. Bridesmaids, I gave a 9.8, and I'm going to bump that down to like a 9. You gave it a 9.7. Yeah. I think that's a 9.7. It's pretty good because it's not a balanced rom-com, right? So like I kind of gave it not a 10 because I literally can quote the entire movie because that's how much I love the movie. So normally I would give it a 10. But in a rom-com world, I'll stick with my 9.7. Are you an appliance stove? (laughs) Whatever you say, stove. It's Steve. Stove. What a kind of name is that? Well, that's not a name. My name is Steve. My name is Steve. Are you an appliance? (laughs) No, I'm a man, and my name is Steve. Runaway Bride. I gave it a 9.6. You gave it a 9.5. What a good movie. Oh, yeah. This is definitely up there as well. There's just so many good movies that I want to rate them all amazing, I gave it a 9.5, and I think I'm going to stick by it. Isn't it romantic? I gave it an 8. You gave it an 8.5. Yeah, this is like a fresh new movie that came out. The soundtrack was great to it. They had dancing. They had great actors and actresses in it. Um, It was fun. It was a fun movie. That's what it was. It was fun. You can tell how starved we've been for good romantic comedies over the last few years because this this one's good. Don't get me wrong, but an 8.5? It's because it's current and it's not that bad. They're like, whoa, a new romantic comedy. This is amazing. Probably. I mean, really in the last like three, four years is really when rom-coms have kind of resurfaced. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Like from 2012 to 2018. Mm-hmm. Nothing really. Yeah. Nothing really good. Uh, Warm Bodies. Okay. This is again underrated. I do love this movie. It's it's one of the few like Halloween-y rom... It, it's a seasonal rom-com. It, it is. It flies under the radar because yeah. I, I, a lot of people are turned off by... Obviously, it's a zombie movie, mm-hmm. which... Not everybody loves that. No, but you know what? It's not scary at all. Um, but it is, you're right, a seasonal, like it's more of a Halloween type movie. Um, but there is that rom-com aspect. And I think it's that a lot of people haven't seen this movie before. Um, but every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, you know, like I'm pleasantly surprised with this because yeah. it's actually a pretty good movie. Like good actors again. Like it, it's, yeah, it was a, it was a good movie. I like it. So I gave that an 8.3. I'm going to stick with that. You gave it an 8.4. Yep. Yep. I'm good with that. Bewitched, 2005, the Will Ferrell. What's her name again? Nicole Kidman. Ooh. <laughs> 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 uh, That's how forgetful it was? I gave that Ooh. an eight. Okay, I gave it a six, and I'm going to bump it down to a 5.5. Whoa. Yeah, you know what? In retrospect, like, after we did the um, after we did the episode, I was like, okay, yeah, it was fine. And then when I was kind of reviewing like looking back at the other ones that we had done and the ones that we had done since then, I was like, okay, like the fact... This one doesn't really fit. <laughs> it doesn't, no. I, like, I'm just like, no, definitely not. I think I'm going to rate it actually a five. I, wow. Yeah. I'm going to leave it as an eight because there are like three total Halloween romantic comedies. I know. Practical Magic. Yeah. Uh, Bewitched. <laughs> and I guess Warm Bodies. So <laughs> the, just the seasonal aspect of it. I guess it'll stick at an eight. The Bounty Hunter. I gave it a six. You gave it a five. I'll keep it at a five. Yeah. It's it's another one. Back to back. Two fives. Yeah. Friends with Benefits. I gave this an 8.7. Yeah, that's pretty high. You gave it an eight. Yeah, it is kind of high. <sighs> you know what, though? Some of the jokes were really sneaky funny, and uh, the soundtrack was really good. Again, there were some really killer soundtracks in some of the movies we did. Somebody is listening, rolling their eyes at my 8.7, but genuinely, I think that was so close to being an extremely good movie. There was a moment at the end where I almost started tearing up. And that, if you can make me almost tear up, 
that's an 8.7 for me. If you can actually make me cry, like a <laughs> crazy a stupid love. That, hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's when you hand out the 10s. That's that's when you throw some 10s. No, no. When I cry, you don't throw around 10s because I cry too much. Okay. I think, I think about 50% of these movies made me cry. <laughs> Next, we have The Holiday. Ooh. You gave it an 8.8. I gave it a 9. Yeah, which is really funny because it's my favorite Christmas movie. But I think I gave it a 10 in a in the Christmas holiday rom-com. And you didn't, yeah. yeah, you didn't add that into these. So this is kind of like a in the rom-com realm is an 8.8. And I think I stand by that um, because in the rom-com holiday world or Christmas world, it's a 10. Yeah, I gave it a 9. I'm going to stick with that. Such a good movie. Four Christmases. Yeah, so I gave it a 7.4 because it's not as good as The Holiday. It's like a, a po- 1.4 points below. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay, all right. The Holiday is just, it is my favorite. So, you know, taking that into account, I can't have something be super close to The Holiday. I gave it an 8.4. feel like it's a little high, but I also think that movie's really underrated. Like, there are a lot of people I know just f- from the past few weeks chatting with them saying oh i never watched this but like you guys did a podcast so i decided to watch it for the first time and it's actually pretty good yeah they actually enjoyed it a pretty good is an 8.4 in my world oh yeah okay i like it i like it yeah this movie also lived on a little bit on our social media because we missed something really big in this movie so uh sam bones 73 on our instagram uh first of all she said i just rewatched this after the podcast fyi i'm telling everyone to listen because you guys are fantastic and incredibly likable and funny and pretty much an antidote to pandemic feelings thank you so <laughs> thank much. you so much she said though <laughs> i can't believe after discussing tim mcgraw as an actor musician you didn't connect pastor phil being musician dwight yoakam we totally missed that we totally missed that um so i'll the fans of Dwight Yoakam apologies how many fans are there of Dwight well, Yoakam I don't know I can't imagine there's that many but then again some people were staunchly annoyed that we like it, it wasn't just Sam Bone 73 yeah somebody else I, I think your mom was it like was oh my, my god how'd you miss like, Dwight how, Yoakam my mom was like how do you not know who that is and I'm like oh I have no idea clearly I need to do more research and I think uh, I got a personal message from a guy named Scott who I think also said like what's wrong with you guys how did you miss <laughs> Dwight Yoakam we have now covered it um, he was also in the movie, and he's also a musician, which is really cool. It's It was actually cool to have two musicians in the movie who are also acting. It, it's strange because I saw him, and I did think like, oh, it's that guy from that thing, but I never connected the dots that he was mm-hmm. a musician. I think he just does acting sometimes, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. He's an actor and a musician. Yeah. Like He does both, yes. And the last one uh, that we're listing here is Love Actually which we just did. I gave it a 9.6. Pretty aggressive. That's a high score. It's a good movie, though. And it's, it's a really a, good it's movie. so many people's favorite movie. You gave it an 8.4. Yes, I stand by that. So why don't we do... You know what? Let's throw out best soundtracks. So I think best soundtracks. Crazy Stupid Love had one uh, really great soundtrack. Bridesmaids had a really good soundtrack mm. as well. Okay, well, that's for you to sort out with yourself. Um, isn't it romantic? They did. They had a lot of sing-alonging because, you know, you get Rebel Wilson and Adam Devine. Yes. Friends with Benefits had a sneaky good soundtrack as well. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Warm Bodies had a good one, too. Yeah, he played wa- a lot of records on, in his plane. Warm Bodies had a very, like, on-the-nose soundtrack, similar to Runaway Bride, mm-hmm. where, like, when certain things were happening in the movie... If you look up the title of the song, it's like Shelter from the Storm, when like he's literally sheltering her from the storm. Bring it on. It's not on our list. 
that we're recapping, but they had a really good like late 90s, early 2000s. I mean, it came out in 2000, so um, like late 90s soundtrack. Yeah, that was our back to school episode. Mm-hmm, that it was, was our back to school episode, yeah. So why don't we, why don't we shoot for, we're going to give you three movies. If you have not watched them or rewatched them lately, that is your objective over the next few weeks while you're on holidays or trying to escape family, perhaps. Obviously, I'm going to tell you that Crazy Stupid Love is the best romantic comedy of all time that we've done so far. I can't fully close the door on somebody else, but everything about that movie, the the interactions, the story is so compelling. It it leaves that hint of love at the end where you think, oh, it's all going to work out. But it's a, it doesn't tell you explicitly if it's going to work out or not. It's got everything. That's my number one. That's your number one. My number one is oh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That's the one that I have at, at, at 10. That's fair because if you remember, we talked about this in the episode, but that's the second run through of that episode we did. When we were first getting the podcast going, we did How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days as like a demo. Oh, yes, when you wanted to replace me. Yes. (laughs) So rude. I'm going to say Bridesmaids. Oh, no. Why? Well, plead your case. It's such a good movie. (laughs) It's so much fun. (laughs) I would throw Runaway Bride out there. I think that should be number three to rewatch. That's a good one, too. I think that was like a close second for me it's just more of a classic romantic comedy and it is I, I think about runaway bride and what i would change and there is so little wrong about that movie like it everything is either good or great or amazing totally agree with you that it is a great movie however i think if you just want to watch a great movie laugh a ton be able to like say all of the words to the movie because uh-huh. that's just awesome and it's hilarious the plane scene is it honestly makes me like cry laughing every single time. It's bridesmaids. There are two different types of people in the world. There's you. You could be a Sarah, and you could like romantic comedies where the bride <laughs> Maya Rudolph takes a shit in the street, <laughs> or you could be a purist like Devin and say, "I just want to see uh, Julia Roberts ride off on a horse wearing a a dress, literally running a wedding dress away from yeah. her wedding." <laughs> yeah, why not? From her priorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And in the street in a, in a bride's dress or riding away in a dress on a horse. from your wedding. Yeah, from your wedding. why not? Yeah. Two types of people in the world. You two ti- two types of weddings, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both sh- both should be for somebody. Wow. <laughs> so one thing we are going to be better at in 2021 is telling you what's on the way. We almost never do that. We, we should be teasing what's coming up. <laughs> we should. So uh, January 5th is going to be our first episode back. Mm-hmm. We actually have an interview with the director of I Feel Pretty, Abby Cohen. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be really fun. And I Feel Pretty is starring Amy Schumer. Yeah. And Abby also uh, wrote He's Just Not That Into You and a lot of other stuff. So it's going to be really exciting to have her. And January 12th is going to be our 13th episode of season two. Because of that, we're doing 13 going on 30. And shout-outs to uh, Sylvia, who uh, sent us an Instagram DM saying she wanted to see us do Definitely Maybe and 13 going on 30. Which So so we're going to do that one. Thank you for the, the DM. Mm-hmm. Thank you. January 19th, Notting Hill. And January 26th, Game Night. 
it's kind of more on the calm side. Mm-hmm. That that was a Sarah pick. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think it's good to like mix in like a more calm than a ROM every now and then, right? I always roll my eyes at this, but I'm sure there are a lot of you listening who are totally on Sarah's side. They're like, yeah, do Knocked Up and do friggin... Okay, Knocked Up is a rom-com. Do... Don't even... Like, I don't know why you always say it's not a rom-com. I don't know what world you're living in. Do I Love You, Man and do Step Brothers. Yes. And do Anchorman. All of those have do... a rom element in okay, them. Okay, you're not going to argue Anchorman right now, are you? I'm pretty sure there is a rom stop. aspect in it. Oh my Afternoon God. Afternoon Delight, stop. hello. Great Odin's hello. Afternoon Delight. <gasps> Oh, great Odin's <laughs> Raven. They even sing it. Come on. <laughs> Afternoon delight. So this has been the Rom-Com Rewind year-end review. Uh, like we said, if you're following us on Spotify, thank you so much. If you're not, you should be. Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, leave a review. And yeah, this has been the Rom-Com Rewind year-end review. Thanks for listening.